0: Well, the Warriors have a three-game winning streak on the road. They didn't do that all of last year. And that's just the tip of the cap in terms of – or tip of the iceberg in terms of what the Warriors have done on this road trip, what they've done to start the season. Stephen Curry is Stephen Curry. Kylan Mills and I are going to break it all down next. We're in a celebratory mode. The Warriors are back to being their dominating selves. All is right in the world, at least for a night. This is Locked on Warriors.
1: You are locked on, Warriors. Your daily Golden State Warriors podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team, every day.
0: Thank you for making Locked On Warriors your first listen every day. We're free and available wherever you get podcasts. And on YouTube, we're part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Today's episode is brought to you by Game Time. Download the Game Time app, create an account, and use the code LOCKEDONNBA for $20 off your first purchase. Game Time. Check it out. You can follow Kylan Mills on all social media platforms at her name. It's super easy. Kylan Mills. You can follow me on Threads. That platform's blowing up. I'm enjoying it there. You can follow me there at Dog Wild, Kylan the Warriors have a three-game winning streak, something they did not they did not do. I can't remember. Is it I don't know if it was something they didn't do all of last year or if it was just a three-game road winning streak. I'm actually confusing myself. But regardless road
1: winning streak, road winning you. streak is the key.
0: Absolutely. But they showed their depth tonight. Uh, they did not have Clay Thompson, they did not have Jonathan Kaminga. And despite that, they beat the New Orleans Pelicans 130 to 102. Many consider this a big test. No pun intended given the size of the Pelicans and they passed with flying colors. Kylan, great to see you and your immediate reaction to the Warriors taking care of business in the big city, the big easy. Sorry. <laughs>
1: Huge, huge, huge win for the Warriors. Uh, the way the season is starting is totally different than a season ago. The Warriors struggled early. It took them months to get their first string of road wins. And this year, it's totally different. So I'm very excited to see the chemistry on the floor with the Warriors team. The depth is incredible. A lot of the young players have been impressing me. One of the big standouts tonight has to be Ford Trace Jackson Davis. Mm. He was outstanding in the, in the minutes that he got. He was aggressive in attacking the basket on the boards. He's definitely a lob threat in the pick and roll and a vertical threat around the rim. I just love the way that he's playing and he's more skillful than I expected him to be. Um, He really came across as a very traditional big, but he also does have a really nice skill set. So I'm very excited to see that young man continue to develop because to me, he made good decisions, has a good feel for the game. And those are important things that can't easily be taught. And for a rookie to come in and be able to adjust and make an impact like he has, that is very promising and a telling sign for him. I loved Moses Moody in the starting lineup tonight. Replaced. Clay Thompson, who was out with an injury, as you mentioned. Um, I like that Steve Kerr made that decision because I think that CP3 needs to stay with the second unit to try to continue develop that chemistry and the flow and the rhythm they've got going in the second unit. So I did like that decision. I thought Moses Moody had a really nice game. I think he finished with 13 points in 21 minutes. He had a couple of really nice assists, finished with three boards. He had a really aggressive offensive rebound uh, there late in the game, got the putback and won. Um, so you love to see that from Moses Moody. I thought that he looked really good. And overall, just a very, very promising game from the Golden State Warriors. Steph Curry was incredible. It gets old saying it every single show, but Curry is just next level, not human. I mean, he got 42 points in 30 minutes. That's ridiculous. Like, if he would yep. gotten to play more, he would have had a 50-burger. He was Red hot, unbelievable. He makes shots that you don't understand, even physics-wise, how he's able to make them. Uh, but that, to me, isn't a surprise anymore. we spoiled in the Bay Area. We're used to it. But for me, the surprise was some of the youngsters. Really like a lot of the young talent the Warriors brought in. I thought Sharich, who's not necessarily one of the youngsters, but still one of the new pieces, looked really good. I mean, there's just so many positives to take away. It's hard to really nail one thing.
0: Absolutely. Well, let's start with with Steph, just because, you know, he's the captain of this ship. Uh, He's already starting yet another MVP campaign, in my humble opinion. Um, He was lights out tonight. He was certainly feeling it in the first half. uh, And that absolutely and that just carried over over in the whole game. Before I even get to Steph, I I think the first sign that indicates the Warriors are back and that the Warriors are a legitimate title contending team again is that they got their third quarter mojo back. Uh, this was something that was lost on the team last year. It was certainly went over Kerr's head when he was questioned about it. Um, he kind of d- downplayed the importance of those third quarters. There is a direct correlation between the team dominating those third quarters and the team having success in the postseason. And tonight they were right back in it. In that third quarter, they outscored the Pelicans thirty-nine to twenty-one. Uh, they had a thirteen to run, thirteen to one run at one point. Um, and and it really demoralizes teams when they come out uh, after the half. You know, tonight's game, for example, I think it was just a two point lead for the Warriors, uh, coming out of the tunnel going into the third quarter. And then you go into the fourth quarter, and all of a sudden that lead goes from two uh, to 16. And the Warriors end up winning winning this game, uh, by what is it, 20? I don't even have the score in front of me. Well, by 28, 130,
1: 102. They they won by 28.
0: Absolutely. But, but, but Stephen Curry, again, uh, you know, he's, he's outstanding. It's particularly fascinating that he's doing this almost by himself in terms of being the superstar in years past, you know, whether he had Kevin Durant, whether he had Clay Thompson, whether, you know, whoever you want to call his co -co co-captain or captains plural this year, it's him. And then it's a supporting cast, at least so far. And his numbers tonight, he played 30 minutes Uh, on a back-to-back on top of everything else they just played last night they're on the road and he put in 42 points excuse me five assists five rebounds was a plus 13 in the plus minus and his shooting was exemplary 15 of 22 from the field seven of 13 from beyond the arc Uh, there was one corner three late in the game that was just a dagger that that completely demoralized the pelicans uh just because i think they were double teaming him with that play and he still just like you know picked a spot Put up a, a, a very deep corner three. It almost looked like it angled over the backboard. Absolutely phenomenal, Kylan. Uh, what did you see from Steph tonight? That uh, that what did you see? Yeah, well, your thoughts on Steph.
1: One of the things that impressed me most about Steph Curry's performance tonight was the way he came out and carried the team in the first yeah. quarter. I mean, there was one point he had made sixteen of the Warriors' eighteen points were simply Steph Curry hitting shots. Coming out and being aggressive on the road is going to be so important for this Warriors team that struggled on the road a season ago. They started games slow, repeatedly. It's something Steph was asked about immediately after game on the NBA TV broadcast. And he said it's a specific mentality that he's brought in this season that he's not going to allow this Warriors team to start out slow, especially on the road. And that's exactly what we saw from him. He put the tee on his back. He was hitting shots like he usually does, but he was just being super aggressive. He had the ball in his hands a ton. And you just love to see it. He's a big reason why the Warriors were able to hold their own in the first quarter because you mentioned it going into or at least coming out of the halftime break. They didn't have a huge lead. Mm -hmm. Had Steph Curry not put up 16 in the first quarter and he had 16 with four plus minutes left. He really could have laid more on if he'd hit a couple more shots uh but had Steph Curry not come out the way he had the Warriors wouldn't even have been in the game at halftime so that was one thing that stood out to me the way he came out aggressive and put the team on his back early that allowed them to stay in this game and explode the way they did in the third quarter you mentioned Steph had some magical shots down the stretch I mean there's just no way to put into words how he makes some of these threes but to me what stood out was the aggression he played with early in the game and Mm -hmm. the way that he was able to keep the Warriors in it in the first quarter, not that anyone else played bad in the first quarter, but there just wasn't anyone really creating anything offensively. It was just all Steph. It was all Steph um, in the first quarter. And so that was the big thing that stood out to me about his performance.
0: Can you, uh, without looking at the box score, can you tell me who was second on the team in scoring tonight?
1: Ooh, good question. Without looking at the box score, uh because i i thought
0: i i looked at it and i'm like wow like that's it's i also mean tri- yeah
1: I, I don't know that's a really hard question because there were a couple guys i know that were in double digits uh honestly the guys that stood out to me again were moses moody and trace jackson davis i'm trying to remember how many cp3 made and he was definitely in double digits but right around there uh you nailed I it you, good, you, you nailed i don't have it. a good guess for who was second though they were all but you nailed like, it you nailed range.
0: it all three of them tied for second Uh, Moses Moody, Chris Paul, and Trace Jackson Davis each had 13 points to complement Stephen Curry's 42. And, And that's why, to me, Stephen Curry so far is putting up an MVP campaign. Because without him, the Warriors right now are quite possibly one of the worst teams of the Western Conference. And that's not necessarily diminishing the rest of the team. It just goes to show how important and how valuable, going back to the name of the title, he is. Yeah. You're, you're absolutely right. He started the game phenomenally. He scored 16 of the team's first 18 points. Um, and, and what he's doing is phenomenal. I just love the fact that he still has the uh, the, the same joy uh, for this game. He's still having fun out there. Like, like He looks no so different than he did 15 years ago when he was a rookie. It's absolutely amazing. Um, when we come back, there's a lot more to talk about. Uh, th- there's a lot of facets of the, this game. But depth, I think, is the key to this whole thing. This Warriors team is night and day different from last year because they actually have depth, folks. And we're going to focus on on. depth. Right? Uh, Anything you want to add to that real fast?
1: No, I was just saying spot on. We'll delve into it right after the break because the depth and the way the second unit looks is totally different from a season ago. Shout out to someone in the comments who said, let's change CP3's name to Bench God because that made me laugh. It was way up farther in the comments earlier on in the show, but bench god cp3 he is a huge reason why the second unit is now so dynamic and fun to watch steph curry can go off the court and know that they don't just have to survive the steph minutes this team is thriving in the non-steph minutes so we got to break that down after this
0: totally i was trying to find it but i can't but um yeah so we'll have a lot more to to discuss because this was a phenomenal night for the team just dominating performance uh warriors brand basketball personified first though got to give some love to FanDuel, the official sports book of the Locked On Podcast Network. And look, right now it's still NFL season. The NBA is tipping off. Score early this NFL season with FanDuel, America's number one sports book. And right now, new customers can get $150 in bonus bets with any winning $5 money line bet. That's $150. Bucks If your team wins, that's simple. If you've been thinking about joining FanDuel, there's no better time to get in on the action. The app is so easy to use. There's a wide range of betting options, whether it's spreads, player props, OUs. And again, it's not just the NFL, folks. Basketball is in full swing. There's a bunch of sports. I think, in fact, yesterday or today was one of the rare days when all four sports were going on at once. I think this was yesterday or today. I can't remember which day it was. But regardless, there's a lot going on. Go to FanDuel. Check it out. Make some money if you can. Visit FanDuel.com slash On and kick off this NFL season. FanDuel, the official partner of the NFL.
1: You are Locked On Warriors, your daily Golden State Warriors podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day
0: for making locked on warriors your first listen every day the ultimate nba season preview is here this was a six episode series with all 30 of the locked on nba team shows whether it's contenders whether it's tankers we went in depth into the biggest storylines heading into the season find all those episodes on locked on nba also on our locked on Warriors stream uh this was recorded about two weeks ago it was a good time follow kylan mills on all social media platforms at her name super easy Uh, at kylan mills follow me on threads at dog wild you and i were talking about uh this game before we started recording um and one stat that really stuck out uh and i think if the warriors dominate this stat i don't know if they're ever going to lose but they out rebounded the new orleans pelicans tonight 64 to 39 uh, they grabbed 21 offensive rebounds to 14 for the Pelicans. This is a Pelicans team that had some size out there tonight, whether it's Valanchunas, who's seven feet, 300, whether it's Zion Williamson, who doesn't have the height, but he's a strong dude. They got Larry Lance Jr. coming off the bench. They got tall, lengthy wings like Matt Ryan, Dyson Daniels. Uh, we didn't see Brandon Ingram tonight uh, 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 because of right knee soreness. But regardless, for the Warriors to out-rebound the Pelicans – 6439 I think this test amount to a few things but first I want to I want to know your thoughts like what did you see in tonight's game that resulted in the Warriors absolutely dominating the glass
1: It was incredible the way the Warriors dominated the glass. They also had the edge and points in the paint, which I was concerned about Mm -hmm. early on in the game because Zion Williamson was initially having his way with the Warriors, especially in that first quarter. He is a player who's so difficult to shut down, not necessarily because of the height, but just the strength and the size that he has, the way he's able to use his body to go up at the basket. I mean, he is a tough player to stop. Um, So I was concerned. The fact the Warriors came out on top in both points in the paint in the interior, and then rebounding uh, is just incredible. What it took was a team effort. That's what it comes down to. There was no one player who racked up 20 rebounds or some ridiculous stat every single player contributed, and it wasn't just the bigs. That's going to be the key for the Warriors this season. It cannot just be the bigs because the Warriors don't have a ton of size down low. Outside of kavan Looney, they're really thin at the center position, or at least in terms of a true center. Love Trace Jackson Davis as well, but still, this is a team that doesn't have a ton of size, and that means they have to make up for it with everyone being aggressive on the boards. And you look up and down the box score, and there were 10, 11 different players who had, Yeah, 11 players who had multiple rebounds, and that's exactly what it is going to take for the Warriors to be successful this season. You can counteract a lack of size on the boards if you're smart with your body placement, reading the angles, boxing out, and just being aggressive and running down boards, and that's exactly what the Warriors did. I mean, you look up and down the box score. Dario Saric Saric led the way with 10 boards. Trace Jackson Davis had nine. Kevon Looney had seven. Draymond Green had six. Steph Curry had five another shocker was Brandon Pajemski coming in late in the game and grabbing eight rebounds for a guy who's not super big for a guard for a rookie that stood out to me very impressive Gary Payton the had four Chris Paul had six so again you just look up and down Moses Moody and Wiggins both had three Wiggins a little bit disappointed with his performance but uh one of the few negatives to take away we can break that down later but you just look up and down the box score; So many guys were contributing to the rebounding battle and that's exactly what it's going to take for the Warriors all season because they don't have a dominant big, right? They don't have one or two. They don't have a Zion Williamson. They don't have, you know, you look at some of these other teams have dominant centers or even power forwards. And the Warriors don't really have an overpowering big. That means everyone's going to have to contribute. And that's exactly what they did tonight.
0: Yeah, you're absolutely right. Uh, you know, and Gregory Thomas in the chat writes uh, that, you know, I don't know if you're trying to pick a battle here, but you, but insinuating that I thought they were too small. Um, look, I, I thought they were too small in the offseason, but then the moment I started watching him in the preseason, uh, I stopped saying that. My only critique was just not playing Curry and Chris Paul and starting them, and they didn't start tonight. Chris Paul's coming off the bench now, but Brandon Pajemski, that's not a surprise. Brandon Pajemski, again, uh, and I've, I've been advocating for him a lot. I'm really happy. Tonight was his debut, uh, his first time ever playing in an NBA game. And this is someone who averaged 8.8 8 rebounds per game uh, in college. I, that's one of the many reasons they drafted him. He averaged 8.8 8 boards, he shot 43.8% from beyond the arc. So there's a very clear reason why they drafted him. And again, the moment I saw him in the preseason, I'm the, I've been advocating for him. I love this kid. Uh, and he showed tonight, I thought, why um, the team did draft him tip of the cap to. Mike Dunleavy Jr., Pajemski in his first game, <clears throat> not scoring a lot of buckets, five points, but he was a plus fifteen in the plus minus. And again, those eight rebounds, I just thought he looked comfortable out there. Um, but you're right; you you listed all these different players with boards. Kevon Looney wasn't even one of the leading rebounders for the team tonight. He finished with seven. Uh, again, Dario Saric had had ten. Like you mentioned, Chris Paul had six. Uh, Steph had five. Um, I, what did you think about Draymond? By the way, this is the second game of the season. Uh he clearly looked tired last game and he looked at, out of sorts a little bit the rust was showing tonight he had a slow start but i was thoroughly impressed with the way he was able to body up Zion Williamson well zion was was killing it early uh he was yeah. getting to positions he he was getting he was he was getting himself exactly where he needs to be to score easy buckets second half and maybe even part of the second quarter Draymond reminded everyone how strong of an individual he is. I've said this before and I'll say it again. Back when uh, us media folks we had a lot easier access into locker rooms, that was my that was one one thing that really stuck out to me about Draymond. Uh, sometimes you need to see a man damn near naked to to get a full assessment. The dude is is stacked, right? Like he is someone that I would never want to deal with at nighttime in an alley he would murder me with his bare hands no problem he's a big strong individual and he held his own against Zion uh, I don't know if you saw this the, the same thing there but Draymond looks much more comfortable now great to see him tonight any feedback for Dre
1: I think Draymond's still shaking a little bit of the rust off you saw that in some of the shooting numbers I did have a little bit of a chuckle he airballed like a pull-up floater yeah, in the did. lane at yeah, one yeah. point. Yeah. And that did make me laugh, but that's just Draymond. Uh I thought he looked good. I thought he looked better than last night. But I think the big thing is the Warriors had reinforcements and they were able to give Draymond some breaks, especially in that fourth quarter. And it's not, you know, he didn't have to take on such a big load because Trace Jackson Davis was playing so well. Darius Scharch was playing so well. Um, and then everyone else who was involved in the bench unit played really well to where there wasn't as much pressure on Draymond after that third quarter, when the Warriors were able to really separate. Um, yep. I think that, like you said, Zion got the best of him and whoever was guarding him in that first quarter, very early, he did get, you know, that positioning under the basket that he was looking for very dominant. And he still scored some in the second half, but I'm trying to remember, cause I think he had 13 in just the, the first half. And what did he finish with? Cause he did not score had,
0: much it, at all. In the first quarter, he had, he had nine points and then he added in the second quarter another four points. So the, I think he said yeah, 13, so he had 13, 13 at
1: the half and he finished with 19, which means he only scored six points in the second half. You have to be happy with that type of effort. Yep. Um, I thought the Warriors defense and Draymond especially were much more effective in shutting him down in the second half. I think your analysis there was spot on uh, Draymond though. Like I said, I think the big thing is just if the Warriors do have those contributions from the second unit, because last year the lack of size wore on Dre, he did had to work with a second unit, had to work with a first unit. But I just think that Trace Jackson Davis could be a huge key in taking some of the load off of both Kevon Looney and Draymond Green because that's my big concern is Kevon Looney cannot be an Iron Man every single season. Like at some point, the guy's going to have to miss a game. Um, and then Draymond Green, we've seen him get injured, and when he's injured, the Warriors struggle on the glass. They struggle to defend inside, and they miss him. You know, when he's had to miss stretches, the Warriors – have lost massively. So to me, the depth in that position, and I also like Sharich as well. I do want to mention, I like Mm -hmm. charge and we're talking about trace Jackson Davis, but I think the Warriors do have more depth than they did a season ago. Now I do want to say one more thing. Uh, You pointed out one of the comments that was saying, Oh, I thought the Warriors were too small. You know, what do you, you know, basically implying that you're backtracking and that's not the case at all. There is some nuance to this. Um, The Warriors are still not a big team and they're also an old team. So that means they have to make up for it in other ways. They can't be as loose. With the ball in terms of their turnovers. They have to clean that up a little bit. They have to have everyone crashing the glass. All players have to be contributing to the rebounding battle for them to be successful. So the Warriors can't just go out and make a ton of mistakes and, you know, expect to win basketball games when they're going to be the smaller team. It means they have to make up for it in other ways, whether it be, like I said, transition buckets, They're a team that wants to run the floor, despite the fact that they're older, um, you know, being efficient in their defense, being efficient in their offense. Um, so it is something the Warriors are still going to have to overcome this season, but is it possible? Yes. The Warriors right now are playing with a very high basketball IQ from top to bottom. That's another thing that stands out to me From the play tonight, it goes Mm -hmm. from the first unit to the second unit. Everyone is making the right decisions it's clicking it's gelling the chemistry is there everyone's crashing the glass they did a better job tonight of taking care of the basketball and that's something the warriors are going to have to monitor all season long making sure they don't have too many turnovers because that's where they're going to shoot themselves in the foot if you're undersized and you're also turning the ball over and giving away free buckets then it's harder to win basketball games but to me this team is playing with a very high iq they're gelling really well And they're also, like I said, everyone contributing the way they did tonight to crashing the glass that can overcome the lack of size. It doesn't mean it's just a non-issue or a non-factor, you know, looking at the other teams around the West and and the NBA and the bigs they have. This is still going to be a point of concern and something the Warriors have to focus on moving forward.
0: Yeah. And and the balance really shows in terms of the minute distribution, Uh, like Brandon Pajemski played 22 and change. Trace Jackson Davis played 20. Gary Payne the second, 20. Sharich, 20. Chris Paul, 25. Moses Moody, 21. Looney, 20, 24. Uh, Draymond, 21. Andrew Wiggins, 20. And then Steph at 30. But of course, Steph is Steph. He's the leader of this whole, uh, of this whole operation. Very balanced attack. And again, this team, uh, it, it's night and day. L- last year, no depth. This year. A feces load of depth. The depth is absolutely there. There's a lot more to cover uh with Kylan Mills. Gotta give some love to another one of our sponsors, and that is Game Time, uh, which is incredibly handy if you're looking to go to a Warriors game, if you're looking to go to a concert, whatever it is you're looking to do, Game Time is the app for you because A, you can get tickets last minute. Let's say you decide day before an event, we wanna go to this, sweetie. We wanna go to this dude. Uh, how are we gonna get the tickets? Game time is where it kicks in. Buy the Game Time app and you will find a lot of tickets available very last minute. They have a low price guarantee, folks. That means if you buy tickets from Game Time and then you happen to see tickets in the same row and section uh, from another dealer, they will refund the difference. That's a low price guarantee. I don't know how you can beat that. You can also see the view from your seat before you buy the tickets so you know exactly what to expect when you arrive. Um, and all the prices show your total up front so you know you're getting a great deal without these hidden fees that other distributors totally tag you with. Uh, and it's and it's super easy. Literally, two taps of your phone and you get the tickets. So download the game time app, create an account, and use the code locked on NBA for twenty dollars off your first purchase. Terms apply. Again, create an account, redeem the code Lockedon NBA, L O C K E D O N N B A for $20 off. Down, download the Game Time app today. Last minute tickets, lowest price. guaranteed. You are
1: Locked On Warriors. Your daily Golden State Warriors podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day.
0: Thank you for making Locked On Warriors your first listen every day for the Everydayers, uh, Kylan, You're back at this when tomorrow? Is that when you're joining? Wednesday. Again? We Wednesday. I'm sorry.
1: Wednesday. When the team? Well, thank plays. you very
0: much. Wednesday. It's uh, the Warriors are back home. Uh, I believe they play the Kings next. Is that correct? I'm just kabobulator right now. I'm all over the place. I think they play the Kings at home. But regardless, join us right after that game. We'll have the post-game action for you immediately. So check us out. And you can follow Kylan Mills on all social media platforms at Kylan Mills. Follow me on threads at Dog Wild. Trace Jackson Davis. Let's talk about him for a second. Uh the dude was popping. I don't I don't know if there's any way to, to spin it. Uh, you know, this is what his second, third game ever in his career. The kids a rookie. Uh, he tied for second among scoring with the Warriors with 13 points. Um, he was a menace inside. He was five for nine shooting. He had uh, seven offensive rebounds. He had nine rebounds tonight. Seven of the nine were offensive. True story. That's uh, that, that's an impact right there. Uh, was a plus 11 in the plus minus. Um, just real quick, I know you've talked about it a little bit, Kylan, but did anything stick out to you uh, from Trace Jackson Davis, who, uh, to me, solves a lot of the size issues that we've been talking about that kid can play your thoughts
1: So first, one thing I will say I was wrong about is going into the season, I was concerned about the Warriors front court depth because one thing that immediately came to mind was you don't want to put too much of a burden and a workload on a rookie because you don't know how they're going to adjust to the NBA. A lot of players take a couple seasons to really feel comfortable and start to come into their own. The biggest surprise to me is how quickly Trace Jackson Davis has looked like he belongs. One big reason why is that he has a great feel for the game and a high basketball IQ. He is a player who knows exactly where to go, where to be on the court, where to grab the board, how to pick and roll and position his body so that he is able to be a threat at the rim. Uh, I think he makes passes at the right times. He finishes at the right times. To me, he's just a really, really smart and well-developed, mature mature player. And that's one thing that, you know, you just don't know, bringing a rookie into the NBA. And, uh, you know, he has just stood out to me in a number of different ways. (laughs) Trace Jackson Davis lobs to himself. I love that. That's funny. Uh, But, you know, I just think his feel for the game and his decision making is really what stands out in addition to his skill. Uh, He's much more skillful than I thought he was going to be. And, you know, like I said, just in a lot of different areas, he's excelling. So you never know with a rookie how they are going to look. But to me, he has looked very good. He looks like he belongs. He looks comfortable. He looks confident. That says a lot. And I think that he really, truly can be the front court depth the Warriors were missing, Um, you know, It's still early, still a lot remains to be seen. But to me, very positive signs from Trace Jackson Davis. And he could be a huge key piece in the second unit when the Warriors do need a boost in size.
0: Absolutely. Kudos to Steve Kerr for playing these young players. Um, He's gotten a lot of criticism over the years for being hesitant to playing young players and experienced players. Uh, We saw that last year. Uh, and we're not seeing that this year. Kaminga, if he was healthy, probably would have started tonight. He's been getting a lot of run finishing games. Moses Moody did start tonight. Uh, did It wasn't a highlight reel in terms of statistics, but he played a solid game. Uh, he had no turnovers in this game, uh, was second in scoring along with Chris Paul and Trace Jackson Davis put up 13. I saw someone in the chat say they'd like him to be a little more aggressive. Uh, maybe, but he didn't need to be tonight. I thought he just played smart ball. He added four assists. Yeah. So kudos to, to Steve Kerr. Um, for not only not only doing that, but also realizing very early on that your your next up in terms of point guards should not be Corey Joseph, it should be Brandon Pajemski. Really happy we saw him tonight. I hope Pajemski becomes a regular in this rotation. He brings a lot of energy, he's a tough dude, he's not scrawny out there. So other players are learning quickly, they can't just push him around, but he's an eager beaver, man. Like he listens. Um, you know, he absorbs uh, knowledge and information from some of the veterans. Um, he respects them the way a rookie should. You can't say that about every rookie out there. So, kudos to Kerr for giving them minutes. Um, but Chris Paul, uh, who's accepting this role—the second game ever in his entire career that he's come off the bench—played um, 25 minutes tonight. This dude is automatic from the mid-range. Like, at the moment he puts up a shot whether it's in that sweet spot of his in that corner. It's not a corner, but it's like between the elbow and the corner. Uh, You know, wherever he is in the mid-range, 10, 15 feet, he's automatic. Like, and it's so nice that he's on the Warriors as opposed to a Warriors fan seeing this when he's on another team because every time he'd pull up for the mid-range, you just literally hang your head. Like, you knew it was going in, and now he's with the Warriors. Uh, What did you see from him tonight, Kylan? Because he's looking like a beautiful fit for this team. I
1: mean, I've just been shocked by how so many players have fit with this team. I did want to add in one thing about uh, Trace Jackson Davis before we move on really yeah. fast. Four blocks. That's something I meant to point out when talking about him earlier. Trace Jackson Davis had four blocks. That's another piece that is something you can't teach is the feel for the game, the ability to position your body and control your body and to play defense in that way to, you have to be able to time everything about the way that you're botting the player up and, and the way you're jumping and how, and like I said, the body control, like, that's something that can't be taught. The fact that Trace Jackson Davis had four blocks in this game. He also has looked very good defensively. I don't want that to be overlooked, but the feel for the game to come up with four blocks that stood out. Uh, Moving on to some of the other pieces. I like Brandon Pajemski as well, as you just pointed out, I would like to see get him get more run. Really happy to see uh, him get some opportunities. And then Chris Paul is a huge surprise to me. Um mm. I think the reason why I'm so surprised is just because he is a big personality and he's never come in off the bench before in his career. I mean, the way he's playing isn't a surprise. It's typical CP three. You mentioned he hits in the mid range. He's a good facilitator, smart point guard, low turnover, uh, sees the floor. Well, great vision, good passing ability. You mentioned can hit some of those shots. Um, So nothing about the way he's playing is necessarily a huge shock, but the way he's fit with the warriors and, I'm really happy with the way he's embraced this role in the second unit, because that was the big question mark. Mm -hmm. He made the comments to a Warriors reporter who asked him just at the start of the season or during the start of the preseason about what it was going to be like coming in off the bench. He said, what makes you think I'm coming off the bench? And that gave everyone a little bit of a reason to pause. Is he willing to accept a change in his role? Why has this conversation not been had yet? That was a concern that I had. Um, So to see the way that he is embracing that, According to Steve Kerr, the conversation was very smooth between him and Chris Paul, and Chris Paul said, yeah, whatever you need, absolutely, second unit, I'm there. That's all very encouraging. That's all very positive. I want to say kudos to CP3 for being a team player because that was the big question for me, not necessarily how he would play, but how he would accept the role that the Warriors are going to give him and be willing to embrace it, and that's exactly what he's done. He's a veteran leader who can mentor some of these young players in the locker room, The way that he's playing with a second unit is huge. You cannot overstress how critical it is. that The Warriors have that type of leader and facilitator on the floor in the non-step minutes. That is huge for the Warriors. Mm -hmm. It's a big reason why the second unit has been so successful in the early going of the season. His fit has been outstanding. The only question is someone just pointed out CP three staying healthy. And that goes for the entire Warriors team. I mean, the big, big, big focus especially with so many players who are aging so that the Warriors stay healthy this season but if all these key pieces stay healthy I feel very good about the Warriors and how far they can go in the postseason
0: I feel great about our show Kyle and we have 990 people in our stream right now give me 10 more we've never cracked a thousand give me 10 more please before we call it a wrap uh real fast uh are we are we going to um touch on any negatives tonight or is or is are we going too much on positive vibes here we're just going to stick with that i'll leave it up to you, cuz i think we have a with positive I think everyone vibes. Knows what
1: that is. i'm yep. trying to i mentioned briefly i'm trying not to really get into the the andrew wiggins concerns but 995. that 995 what 995 for We're five. More come on five more um come on we we gotta stick we gotta stick with the pot we gotta stick with the positives if people are hopping in we gotta stick with the positives if you have any last thoughts
0: no uh we'll we'll a thousand we got a thousand baby we're done we're done let's call on that note thank you for joining us uh, we'll be back at it soon. That is awesome. I cannot post game Wednesday.
1: People. We're gonna be doing it again.
0: Hell yeah, they're back home again, <laughs> and it just plummeted around, right back down to 993. Thank you, everyone. Cannot sincerely thank you. I it means the world. Um, we'll keep doing this. Uh, but yeah, so we'll, no more negative. We won't, won't get into the negative. I think it's obvious which player tonight was struggling a little bit, but we can save that for another show, Kylan. Thanks as always. Always a pleasure. Thousand one thousand one. Woo! All right. <laughs> We're done. We're done. We're out. Bye-bye everyone. This was awesome. Love you, Carolyn. Bye. Woo! 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 See y'all win.